it's Sharon Lin. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International. Welcome back to my show. Come along, or if you're new here, welcome again. Also, welcome to a new year. I'm sure we'd all like to have a strong and beautiful start to a new year. I gotcha. For today, I'm bringing you part two of my interview with Nada Ikmut and Tadek Supo of the Palestine National Baseball Team. They were here in Taiwan for the 2023 Asian Baseball Championship from December the 3rd to December the 10th. Make sure to listen to the previous episode if you haven't. This interview is filled with warmth, laughter, solidarity, and important stories you have to know of. Stay tuned on RTI's YouTube channel for a video of this full interview, and also check out our Instagram at RTI English for more highlights. So today's episode, we are picking up where we left off. We wrapped up our conversation for part one, talking about the game between Team Taiwan and Team Palestine on December the fifth, where Team Taiwan won the game at 19-0. Well, okay, Team Taiwan is pretty good. Yet, 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 it is more than just about the scores. What Team Palestine demonstrated in that game, I think, is the very definition of not only sportsmanship but also the beauty of our humanity. And in that game against Team Taiwan, there were many unforgettable highlights from Team Palestine as well. Today, we are picking up our chat with the outstanding performance of their starting pitcher Yunus Halim. You remember that brilliant catch at the top of the fifth inning? That's him. That is our guy. Also, we have to talk about what the baseball scene is like in Palestine under the oppressive occupation of the state of Israel, and many important connotations that come with this. So, without further ado, let's get back into it. Have to mention another highlight、um, for many of the fans and sports reporters here in Taiwan. I don't know whether you read、uh, about this. So, in a game against Team Taiwan on December the fifth, the wonderful performance from Yunus Halim、uh, yes. catched special attention of sports reporters here, especially the catch during the top of the fifth inning.、Mm-hmm. Beautiful work. So,、uh, yeah, reporters are saying he's a strong hitter, also great with defense, and also moves very well. And、um, Reporters here actually compared Halim's performance, outstanding performance, to that of a very well-loved player from Japan, Otani Shohei, who plays for the Los Angeles Angels at the MLB. And I also saw your reaction on the highlight video. So could you share with us that moment? And shout out to you, Halim. Oh, 100% shout out to him. <laughs> He is our our Shohei. I mean, obviously, anybody who watches baseball knows Sho- nobody. He, Shohei is the Babe Ruth of our era. But this guy does everything for us, and it's not just on the field; it's off the field. He's recruiting、oh, players. He's he's making sure guys are showing up to practice. He's Eunice is he's a co-captain. Eunice and Thotik. Eunice, one of the best guys on the team. I might I should have said he's the coolest guy. Honestly, I messed up. Yeah,、Eunice. we have a lot of cool guys. Like I'm not, yeah, Every, like, I, like I was saying earlier. You know, personally, I think everybody's really cool. Yeah, but but dude, that catch. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> I, it, like, I was I so happy to be on the field. <laughs> If you see during the highlights, I go up there and I celebrate with him. Again, I'm I'm just happy to be in these guys' presence. You know, I'm like enjoying I'm basking、now. in their glory and being their teammates. Again, another biggest honor of my life. But yeah, yeah. If, if I can add to Eunice, so Eunice is is probably my biggest influence on this team.、Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only. Palestinian baseball player that I've ever met before this team,、um, and he was a, a huge part of the the reason what what made me want to pursue this.、Uh, 
Um, and he deserves absolute all the praise. That's uh, on a baseball uh, level. I mean, he, he can do it all. He really can. Um, mm-hmm. He's a pitcher by trade, but he's so athletic that he can play any position, really. I mean, he you can put him. He's probably the one guy on our team, other than maybe Tripp, uh, that can play any position, uh, infield and outfield. Cool. And I, I guarantee you if we threw him as a catcher, he could figure it out, oh, too. Oh, he'll figure it yeah. out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, and another thing about him is, is mm-hmm. uh, you know, as a, as a friend and as a – I've considered him a brother now, you know, and not many people know this, uh, but when we were preparing to go to Pakistan – I was really weary about it. You know, I have my two young children. I have a career that I need to focus on. And um, it's hard to, to to make that sacrifice to do these kind of things. But when he, he said something to me that I'll never forget, you know, before we went, he goes, listen, man, imagine that the Palestinian national team does go and competes and, and we're not there. And when he said that, I was like, you know what? Like, that's all I need to hear. So that that switched my mind uh, completely. It flipped a switch in my head, and then I really started thinking about the future of what this could be. And um, you know, Eunice will will definitely go down in the history books of Palestinian baseball for sure. Definitely the foundation. Definitely the foundation. And when kids in Palestine are learning baseball, they'll they'll want to be like him. They'll say, I want to play shortstop like him. I want to pitch like him. I want to play outfield like him. Mm-hmm. I want to dedicate myself to this game yeah. like Eunice does and be a very caring teammate as well yeah, yeah absolutely I mean he cares that's yeah. it, it's there's no question about his uh, dedication yeah and I remember the commentators they, they all went crazy when he you know figured out that catch he was like oh my god like we were it, trying to translate it yeah like in English like this is like oh it's like oh it's it's godlike I can't believe like he <laughs> wow. really he catch it oh my look at this <laughs> he came out of nowhere too I mean yeah that's just he just willed yeah, it. Yeah, and the crowd I mean, was crazy. It's not even his ball. <laughs> it was. It was probably the left fielder should yeah. have made that catch. To so be honest, the with camera you, was following him like as he like made his way there, and the commentator's like, "Will, will he catch it? Will he catch it?" Oh my god! Oh god! Like performance. Yeah. So yeah, I remember that moment very fondly. And yes, I agree. Now this will be a very important page um, of the history of Palestine baseball. It's very important that we talk about not only baseball but also in Palestine and baseball in Palestine and many very important connotations that comes with that. So from what I know so far, as you two mentioned, baseball is a fairly new sport in Palestine. And it didn't really start until 2017, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And basically um, how the team and individual members happen. I know many of you, you have friends and family in Palestine, um, some in Gaza and some, some in the Occupy West Bank. How is the baseball scene like in Palestine under occupation so baseball is definitely in the absolute grassroots stage in palestine right now um it started in gaza believe it or not and if i can get into that story a little bit i will it's really fascinating to be honest with Mm -hmm. you uh there's a gentleman and he's actually on this trip with us uh he's uh from gaza but lives in turkey currently Mm -hmm. his name is mahmoud tafish and he went to and it's, it's really a, an amazing story he went to uh turkey one time or somewhere I, I don't remember exactly what country it was but was introduced baseball by an iraqi gentleman and uh said hey like let's bring this sport to the middle east you know let's there, there's a couple countries that are already playing it mm-hmm. you know why don't you bring it back to gaza so he did he went back to gaza and uh you know they would play he said with shovels as base as bats 
um, and, you know, find any ball that they can get and didn't really have um, equipment like that. So they makeshift gloves, you know, shovels as bats and, you know, just open field as their first baseball field. And I also read even just bare hands. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, even uh, the, 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 uh, they started girls programs too that played baseball. And, Amazing. you know, it, they did, they, they didn't, re- they still don't necessarily know the exact rules and the speed of play that you know professionals or high level baseball players play but they you know it is in gaza now so and uh you know once there was uh, a gentleman who was our leader currently his name is uh abdul rahman al-ghula he realized that there was a baseball federation in gaza registered with the bfa and he knew that there are palestinians abroad outside of the middle east and in palestine that um, play baseball. So the stars aligned, really, you know, and by the grace of God, uh, the, the there was our first ever Palestinian national team formed, and uh, it was earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And our friends from Gaza, uh, including Mahmoud Tafish, who's with us here, his brother Ahmed Tafish, uh, who's the current president of the federation, um, and an additional uh, five or was it four players? Five players. Five players uh, in addition to them from Gaza. And we've been keeping in touch with them. And, 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 and you know, I'm going to single one out. His name is Mustafa Tafish. Um, he's only, I think, 18 and might have turned 19 by now. Mm. And, you know, we we finally got a hold of him the other day. He, he finally messaged back and said uh, that he's okay and that, you know, his his house did get bombed. Unfortunately, his aunt passed away. Um, including some cousins, and they are, you know, just like every other Gazan right now, not worrying about baseball, but worrying about surviving. And, um, you know, we hope that the conflict ends sooner, as soon as possible, uh, and there's a ceasefire, and and the Gazans can go back to rebuilding for the fifth time. Um, and uh, hopefully Mustafa and and the rest of our teammates will reunite with us um, to on the baseball field wherever the next tournament may be. Yeah, and just to add to that, I know I've, I've been keeping up with Mustafa too, and mm. um, Mustafa has lived through five bombardments since he's been born. He can't, and, and that's like why baseball is so hard to build out there. Yeah. How can they focus on, you know, bettering their game? That becomes nonsense, when family members are dying yeah. left and right. Mm. So um, I really want them to know that we're always thinking about them and that even though we're playing this game, um, if there wasn't Palestine across our chest right now, we wouldn't be playing baseball. Mm. And that's and reason why we play baseball right now is so that people can read Palestine on our chest and then maybe look into it, maybe speak up for us, maybe speak to their political leaders to call for a ceasefire. We need an yeah. immediate and forever ceasefire. Yeah, and I know for many fans out out here, it probably is their first time really, you know, seeing the name Palestine on athletes, and it means so much to people. And I feel very very lucky that I, you know, I studied abroad and I started reading about Palestine probably around five years ago. And it's very clear, it's very clear, listeners. It's been going on for more than two months and seventy five years. This oppression from the Israeli state. And yeah, really, thank you so much for being here. It's it's a great honor to have both of you here. Thank you. Thank and um, any messages you like to send to friends and family back home, and also to the people of Palestine. We love you. We are Palestine. We're Palestinians. We're in the diaspora. We wish we could be with you. Um, 
And since we can't be with you, we're going to do what we can. We're going to speak up. We're going to always keep you in our thoughts. And we're always going to bring you up every chance we get. And inshallah, we make you proud when we take the field. And inshallah, you know, when we take the field and we're successful and we win, gives you a little bit of relief, inshallah. Um, there's too much, you know, it, it, it's hard to talk about sometimes, to be honest with you, because um, I know, yeah. it's just it's just tough. And uh, especially uh, to the people in Gaza and my teammates there, we care about you. We do. The world does care about you, and one day that uh, we do, we do. One day that they, they, they will taste freedom the way we're blessed to have it, and they will, yeah. And I remember many highlights, um, team members, like I think, including you both, and especially you, Tariq, You, you dedicate. I think it was the first win against Hong Kong. You know, you blow a kiss to the camera, saying that this is for Hazza, this is for Palestine. It, it's it's very moving and it's very important. And um, echoing a former guest of mine, also now I had the pleasure to call a friend, Samia Halabi, the wonderful Palestinian artist. I want to be optimistic. And I really do believe that one day kids in Palestine, they can play baseball wherever, however they like it. And they can come to Taiwan and they can enjoy whatever their beautiful homes could offer them, you know, in just run free. Yeah. I, I really, I really believe that it will happen. Inshallah. Happen. Inshallah. Yes. And there's and, a bunch of amazing Palestinian athletes oh, yeah, that are yeah, born yeah. and raised there and live mm-hmm. there that can possibly yeah. replace us. And that's what we <laughs> that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. I mean, we want to build a a legitimate uh, national youth program mm-hmm. in, in, in baseball, just like they have it. It's similar to soccer. Uh, we want to be the figureheads to that, and we're run, we're going the right direction. And um, really, just like what we were talking about, you know, when, if if we, the one thing that moves us, and not just us, but the entire world, is the children, and uh, they deserve uh, they deserve to have the same uh, freedoms and 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 uh, aspirations and, and 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 the abilities to reach them as we do, as everyone else does. Here, here. And on that note, since you're in Taiwan right now, I have to talk about some of our celebrated players. Too bad most of them. Well, they're all retired right now, but they are players of my generation and um, they're very celebrated. So since we're here, we have to talk about some of them. So sure. first, this guy. Okay. <laughs> Y'all know this guy? Okay. Y'all, <laughs> do you know this guy? Yeah. Okay. This is Jiaming Wang. He's uh, most notable for his playing at the New York Yankees. And Wang actually made his MLB debut in 2005. So he is known for his hard sinker. Well, he's a pitcher. And um, he was one of the best starting pitchers for the Yankees in 2006 to 2007. And, you know, he's very well loved. I remember my sibling and I, we used to just glue ourselves to the TV and just just to watch his games. But um, at one point, he cheated on his wife. So um, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) But also, it's an important lesson for the kids out there. You know, think about, and athletes' achievements versus their private life. I think both are very important to think about. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yes. And uh, while Wang is not the first um, Taiwanese player to make his way to the MLB, he was actually the third. So that was following Dodgers outfielder Jing Feng Chen and Colorado Rockies pitcher Jing Hui Cao. So um, Jiaming Wang was, was the third one. Okay, moving on. This guy. So this is Hong Zhi Guo, as you can tell from the jersey he's wearing so he's most notably 
Known for playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers from 2005 to 2011, he's a very sharp pitcher, very clever, very smart, and he was also the first ever Taiwanese baseball player to be in the MLB All Star Game. So yeah,、that's、also like、awesome. this guy a lot. Yeah, from what we know, he didn't cheat on anyone, so that's good. <laughs> that's and um, so the last guy, well, he is not from Taiwan, but I just want to talk about him for a sec. Do we know this guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> So, uh, uh, he was with the Cubs,、uh, the 2016 World Series team, but didn't make it to the 25 man roster. I know he's Japanese. Yes, he's from Japan, so he's Kawasaki. Kawasaki.、Yeah. I was going to say、yes. Suzuki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's before. That's before. Okay, so this is the wonderful Kawasaki or Kawa, as you know, known Kawa, by、yeah. many of his fans out there. I love his interviews. Highly recommend both of you and listeners out there to go look up his interviews. Yeah, and,、uh, the, bana- he- the, <laughs> b- the banana one is very good. We should all eat more bananas、um, <laughs> too, because、um, monkeys, never monkeys, never <laughs> monkeys never craps. <laughs> exactly. All right.、Uh, <laughs> Nader Tariq, it's been a great, great pleasure for me to have both of you here. And I know right after this interview, you're、um, going to prepare your game later against Pakistan. That's a very strong team. You know, it's going to be a tough game. I, I can see it. I can feel it. And all the best. And it's been a great pleasure. I really do hope. I feel like we will see each other again,、Definitely. wherever that is. And thank you so much for being here with us. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Thank、We、you. Appreciate you. Nader Tariq, thank you so much for stopping by. As Tariq said previously, the fact that Team Palestine could be here with us, participating in the Asian Baseball Championship, Palestine already wins here. Also, Nader said this will be the foundation of the history of Palestinian baseball. I wholeheartedly agree. It's just the beginning. Every pitch, every hit, every cheer and laughter matters. For every fellow sports lover out there, I'm sure you know this feeling. What we talked about is bigger than sports. It's about how we're all connected to one another in our hopes, our suffering, our aspiration, and honestly, in what it means to be human. I'm here sending all the love and support to all the members of the Palestine national baseball team and your family and friends from Taipei, Taiwan. I firmly believe that. Our fans will see you again in the future in every major championship. We will see longer rosters with new players, young players of Palestine. This is the future. This will be. In the meantime, stay strong, stay hopeful, and eat more bananas. <laughs> I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you, whoever is listening to us now, and also go follow Team Palestine on Instagram at Baseball Palestine All Over Case. I'll see you again next Monday on Come Along. Take care and viva Palestine! And a quick PSA before I leave you for today: Did you know that Taiwan's 2024 presidential election is taking place soon on January the 13th? I will be voting, and if you didn't know of this news, now you do, and we got you covered. Head to Radio Taiwan International's official website at en.rti.org.tw and click on our designated webpage to stay up to date. I'll see you there. Hey y'all! You're listening to Radio Taiwan International, and if you're liking what you're hearing, we got so much more on our website. Go to en.rti.org.tw and you'll see a programs tab. Click it and pick your flavor. From current events to pop culture to island advice to fantastic fiction, 
Come check us out at en.rti.org.tw.